This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Yerushalayim. I mean, she was in London, but she lived here many years in Yerushalayim. And, uh, and after she passed away, her kids were all talking about it. And they were all saying that one of the things that they... Until today, I mean, she's got kids who are marrying off kids already, marrying off grandkids or whatever. But they said there's one thing that they were all makabal upon themselves when they got married. And that is that they remembered in their house, in their mother's house here in Yerushalayim, the Shabbos table was laid already Thursday night. I used to come home, I used to be until recently I used to be home, I used to come home very late at night, I used to teach out of Yerushalayim, I used to come home very late, and it was always, when I was always exhausted, like on Thursday night, my kids always saw to it that the table was laid, and we used to sit together singing Koyachzai for Thursday night when I came home really late. It's a different, you know, it's a, you can't start preparing Shabbos, it's got to be organized during the week, your husbands have to help you, and uh, each one's got their own help, but you can tell them in my name that they have to help you and they have to make sure that the, the home is calm. Of course there's an Esau and there's kids and there's crying and there's weather. If the weather's cold and you can't keep... Of course there's stress. But the reason why there's stress is because Arizal brings down that it's very, very... It's a very, very negative thing to get angry on Erev Shabbos. Arizal discusses at length that on Erev Shabbos and on Leil Shabbos, a person's got to be extremely careful. Do everything, just don't get angry. And that's why there's such a strong Yetzirah to get upset and to get angry and to get frustrated and the... There's a story of Seder night, one of the big tzaddikim, that he prepared like for a week his whole Seder night, his whole Seder table, and one of the great tzaddikim, uh, and uh, came to Seder night, and one of his children like walked past the table and toppled the whole table over, and basically all the wine smashed, and all the, there was no Seder. And he held himself calm, and he said, this is the Ratzon Hashem. When it comes to these things, a person has to, has, to, has to stay calm to the best of your ability. But for sure, for sure, I'm telling you, it's best to... He should do the shopping on Thursday already. Everything should be at home on Thursday already. Thursday night already, make the table, and, uh, and then things will calm down. Extremely, extremely important. And that's why the Yitzhahara is always going to make an argument. And it's always going to make one of the kids not feeling well, and always going to make the kids fighting, and always going to make... The harder it is to stay calm, you see the more important it is to be calm. That's the way it always goes. Okay. I also want to just, at the end of the share, I also want to discuss a follow-up of the, what went on here a few weeks ago, Master Shabbos. But to discuss the Indian of the Avoida of Purim, what it means for, for the women, the whole Purim revolves around the woman, revolves around Esther, Tanis Esther, Megillus Esther, everything's revolving around Esther. Mordechai was also very important. But everything seems to revolve, revolve around Esther. Why? The Megillah says that Mordechai was Yoshev B'Shar HaMelech. Mordechai couldn't get closer than the Shar HaMelech, the gates. Esther was in the palace. Esther's in the palace. Mordechai is only by the gates. The woman has a koyach to go inside. The woman is the inside story of Klal Yisrael. The woman is the inside story of the Hashkocha, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from the inside, how Hashem looks after us in all, in all Matzovim, in all situations. Very often on the outside there's a hest upon him. And in the times of the story of Purim there was a big hest upon him. But that was only on the outside. Anybody knows that what's going on in the inside knows it's a different story altogether. This is the Sod that Chazal say, the Zoya HaKadosh says that Yom HaKippurim is Kippurim. What does it mean that Yom HaKippurim is Kippurim? How can Yom HaKippurim and Purim be Bechlal on the same wavelength? Yom HaKippurim is, is in the Kodesh Kadoshim. It's the holiest, solemn, serious Avoida. And Purim is all out Simcha, happiness, drinking, Mishta, Simcha, Masuda. How can the two be compatible? 
Purim is Megillas, is the revelation of what really goes on in the Kodesh Kadoshim. And that's something that's very important to realize. The whole story of Purim is a revelation of what's going on in the Kodesh Kadoshim. Kodesh Kadoshim was only entered once a year in Yom Kippur. So whatever the Kohen Gadol saw on Yom Kippur in the Kodesh Kadoshim, whatever's going on in the Kodesh Kadoshim on Yom Kippur became revealed to the whole Kalal Yisrael on Purim. And that's the connection between Yom HaKippur and Kippurim. Megillas Esther means the revelation of what's otherwise hidden, of what's secret. And the Kodesh Kadoshim is the most secretive place in the world. And Megillas Esther reveals what's really going on in there. And that's why it's called Megillas Esther, because this is really for the woman to reveal and not for the man. Mordechai is Yosheb B'Shar HaMelech. He's in the Shar HaMelech. He can't get closer than the Shar. A, a man, a male, doesn't have the inside story. A woman, she's let in. She has the inside story. And that's the famous Pasuk that, we, that, that everybody quotes. The whole Indian of Tzniyas, of the woman, the Pasuk says, Kol basmelech A woman is a basmelech, and therefore she's supposed to be inside. And so many people fail to understand what this really means. People are complaining, what, the woman's got to stay, sit in the kitchen all day long? What does it mean, Kol basmelech What it means, it means something very deep. Why is she called a basmelech? Why is Tzniyas related to Malchus? Why is Tzniyas related to the concept of Melech? A melech back then, not the kings of today, but the melech, the kings back in the day, they controlled the whole country. They controlled every aspect of the country. Everything in the country they controlled. But you never saw the king. No one ever saw the king. The king never came out. He's really in control of everything. When you walk around the streets, you think the king doesn't know what's going on in the country. You think the king's not running the country. He's running the wars, he's running major decisions, he's running the, the parliament, but he's not running the country. The king runs every detail of the country. You just don't see it. It's behind closed doors. He has, a, he has a room and he has ministers and he controls the country from a secret place, from a secret location. But he's running the whole country. The Rabbani Shalom is running the whole world. The Rabbani Shalom's hashkocha on Klal Yisrael is always a hashkocha protest. Hashem is always taking care of every single Jew. You might not see it. Often it's hidden on the outside. But if you know the inside story, then you can be calm then you can realize that Hashem is taking care of every single detail of every single Jew's life. That inside story is kol kavoida bas melech pnima. That's what a, a, a woman is privy to. That's what a woman is privy to. She belongs inside. Tznias doesn't just mean dressing tznias. Tznias doesn't just mean that she's not supposed to be outside because that's a lack of tznias. Tzniyas means that the woman belongs to the inside story. The man is only Yoshev Bashar HaMelech. He's only at the gate. But the woman is inside. Inside the Kodesh Kadoshim, there's the Krovim. And when the Besamikdash was being destroyed, and they entered the Kodesh, our enemies entered the Kodesh Kadoshim, they saw the Krovim embracing. They saw the Krovim embracing. Hashem was embracing us. On the outside, it was Chorban. It was total Chorban on the outside. On the inside... Hashem was embracing us. When you see the inside story, it's a whole different story. Hashem was embracing us. Hashem was telling us, I'm coming with you. On the outside, it's going to look like you're being sent out into Golas, which you are, and there's a hest upon him, but I'm with you all the way. You just won't see me with you. You might not even, you might not even feel that I'm with you, but I'm with you the same as I'm always with you. You might not feel it. That's all, that's all Golas. But if you live in the inside story, it's so much calmer. 
Amalek only attacks the Jews who are on the outside. As Chazal say, that there was a cloud that enveloped us and wrapped around us in the Midbar. The Anana Kovit. And all the Jews were inside, the Yidin were inside the Anana Kovit. Whoever was outside the Anana Kovit was attacked by Amalek. It says Amalek only had a control and only fought with the Yidin who were outside the Anana Kovit. Why? Because Amalek is Asher Korcha Baderech. Korcha means Mikre. Mikre means coincidence. You can only think that there's a coincidence when you're on the outside. When you're on the inside, Hashem is embracing us. Is there coincidence? There's no coincidence. Hashem is embracing us. But on the outside, things look that Hashem has left us. In Golis, you don't see, you see, there's a hest upon him. And there, Amalek has a control over us. Esther Hamalka, she overthrows Haman, Amalek. Do you know how? Because she reveals the inside story. The inside story is against everything that Amalek and Haman stands for. Amalek stands for coincidence. When you have the inside story, then there's no coincidence whatsoever. Then there's no coincidence whatsoever. Because that's the, that, that's the koyach of the inside story. Esther overthrows Haman. When you learn the Megillah, you see how everything that seemed so Hester was really part of Hashem's Hashkocha Pratis. It's an unbelievable thing. The whole story of Megillah's Esther is the inside story of all 6,000 years of this world. Things seem so bad, but in the end it's revealed a whole different story. When you get to the end of Megillah, you realize that Hashem was with us all the way. Even when we were doing the worst things, even when we were in the Feast of Achashverosh, who was orchestrating this crazy idea of Achashverosh having Vashti brought in the way he commanded her to come in? Who would think of something so crazy? Which queen would send the most insulting comments to the king publicly? It doesn't make sense. Who was orchestrating all of it? Of course Hashem. When you get to the end of the Megillah, then what's revealed is that Hashem was involved in every part of the Megillah. And the Holy Chasm Soifer writes that you see the Rachamim, the mercy that Hashem has on His children, that we are busy partaking in a Suda Vachashverosh. We're busy using the dishes of the Beis HaMikdosh in this impure feast where they were discussing the worst immoral subjects. And we're busy enjoying sitting and dining with the Goyim there in the Suda Zachashverosh. And Hash- we're rebelling against Hashem. And Hashem is orchestrating the Yeshua, the Geula for the Jews, by having Vashti angering the king, having her executed, to make place for Esther Hamalka to become the queen, because she's the one that's going to overthrow our enemies. <laughs> you see, it's, it's unbelievable. That's why there's a Havamina, the Mishnah says in Megillah, that whoever reads the Megillah backwards is not Yotza. Who's going to want to read the Megillah backwards? Who reads things backwards? Who reads a book backwards? The Mishnah says, Somebody who reads the Megillah backwards is not Yotze. Why should it be Yotze? Why would a person want to read the Megillah backwards? You're missing all the fun. If you know, if you know, if you know what's going to happen at the end. When a person's reading a book and somebody's already read it, he says, don't tell me, don't tell me. So why would a person want to read the Megillah backwards? But the answer is, it's a whole different Megillah. A person doesn't want to read the Megillah from beginning to the end. Because when, when you finish the Megillah, retroactively you look back and you see it's a different Megillah. You see it's completely Hashem's Ashkocha. You see every part of it. Big Zamazeresh and Mordechai overheard them. And every part of the Megillah you see Hashem. Even though it, outside it seems a hest upon Him. There's a Gezer, the worst decree ever. Inside Hashem is busy embracing us. Hashem is busy embracing us. For that you have to be Esther Hamalka. For that you have to be the woman. The woman is inside. Achashverosh is wearing sackcloth. Achashverosh 
he hopes for the best. But in the inside story, you can see so clearly HaKadosh Baruch Hashkoch, it's unbelievable. That's Kol Kvoida Basmelech Pnima. This is the Koyach that a Jewish woman has. The Tznias, the being inside, means she lives in the inside story. She sees how Hashem is inseparable to the Jewish people. That's why you should know in history, the first ones that were willing to be Moisa Nefesh for Hashem were the women. The Rabbi Yosef Yaivitz lived at the times of the Spanish Inquisition. And he said in times of the Spanish Inquisition, the women were the first ones to be Moisa Nefesh. The women were the first ones. They knew very little. They, did, they weren't knowledgeable, but they, they felt that they were inseparable from Hashem. Why? Because they felt how Hashem is really inseparable to us. They, a woman belongs in the Kodesh Kodesh. A coin Godel, the first Mishnah in Yuma says that a coin Godel is not allowed to be a coin Godel on Yom Kippur and to do the service in the Kodesh Kodesh, but he's not married. Why does, why does he have to be married? So the Gemara, the Gemara learns it, or the Mishnah learns it from a Pasuk. He has to have a bias, he has to have a wife. Otherwise, he can't be the coin Godel on Yom Kippur. Why? But according to what we're saying, is beautiful. Because on Yom Kippur, he had to enter the Kodesh Kodashim. In order to enter the Kodesh Kodashim, in order to enter the Kodesh Kodashim, you have to know what's going on inside. You have to have access to the inside. You have to have a wife. You have to have a wife. You have to have a feeling of what goes on inside. You have to have somebody that's going to hold your hand and take you into the inside story. You have to have a woman, a wife, who's going to take you, who's going to show you, who's going to share with you what goes on inside in the most innermost sanctuaries. Otherwise, you can't do that void in the Kodesh Kodashim. This is the woman. This is the woman's role in life. And therefore, what goes on in the Kodesh Kedoshim? There's Kruvim, there's Hashem and, Kl- and Klal Yisrael. They're facing each other, and sometimes they're even embracing each other. And there you see that Hashem never leaves us. Hashem is inseparable to us. We feel the same way. It works both ways. We feel inseparable to Hashem. And therefore, when it came to Mesiris Nefesh, the women were the first ones. Because they, they're the ones that have access inside to the inside story. And they feel how Hashem is never going to leave us. Even when we have to go and go as He comes with us. We're never going to leave Him. We're never going to ab- abandon Him. We're never going to betray Him. This is Mamish, the story of the woman, of the Jewish woman, of the wife. And you see this very often. A husband comes home and the men are more on the outside. The men live in the, more, much more in the outside world. A husband comes home sometimes, he's aggravated, he's frustrated, somebody said something, somebody did something, there was this, there was the other, he went to one of the offices, one of the government offices, and he waited there for, I don't know, he comes home frustrated. And sometimes what makes him even more frustrated, that the wife says to him, okay, nothing happened, like, he goes out of his mind, like, sh- like, like, like blow up with me together, <laughs> don't calm me down. But the answer is that, that she's living in that world. She's a woman naturally, a woman who's pnimis. She lives in a world where she sees Hashem in everything. And, she, and very often a woman answers, this is all Hashem's plan, this is all Hashem's wish, this is all men Hashemayim, you have to have a munah. And very often the husband gets frustrated to hear that. He doesn't want to hear that. He wants the wife to say, yeah, these people are terrible and they're all terrible and, and, and let's go out, let's go out and fight them. They're coming from two different worlds. He's coming from the, she's, he's coming from the outside, she's coming from the inside. The outside is Hester. The outside you don't always see the outside is, 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 is Amalek has Shlita on the outside. Amalek attacked the people who were outside the Kisa covered. Outside, sorry, the Anana covered. But, uh, and therefore, the outside world is very frustrating. The outside world, you can go crazy. You can go crazy. People have told me that they're glued to the news. They tell me they have to stop because they go crazy. They go crazy. 
And you know, the wife asks him, why are you so agitated? Because I heard the news. <laughs> why, why do you hear the news? You have to hear the news from time to time, but you get so glued to hearing what's going on in the outside, in the outside world. The outside world is a very frustrating world. The inside world is a very calming world. The inside world, the world of the Kodesh Gadoshim, is quiet. It's peaceful. It's, it's emuna. It's you see things that you don't see on the outside. That is Mamish, the story of Purim. And that's why the whole story of Purim is all around Esther. All around Esther. And Esther is Megillus Esther. Esther can go into the Hester. Esther goes into the Hester. And she reveals what's really going on inside. And when you reveal what's really going on inside, Purim becomes the happiest day. It becomes the happiest day. Not just because it was terrible and it became good. Much deeper than that. Purim, the real simcha of Purim, because... There's been a lot of times where Klal Yisrael were in a, in a matzav of Tsar and Hashem took them out and redeemed them from there. It's not the same simcha as we have in Purim. On Purim is Meshinich Simcha, a whole month of simcha. The simcha on Purim is out of proportion. Because what happened on Purim is not, that Hashem, not just that Hashem took us out of Tsar, but we realized Esther revealed to us that even when we were going through what we were going through, Hashem was with us the whole time. He never left us. And if we would have had that information, then things would have been so much calmer. That's the simcha. The simcha of Purim is that whatever situation you go through, Hashem is there with you all the time. When we came out of other tsar, we came out of other difficult periods, it wasn't so clear. It was just a simcha of coming out from slavery to freedom or whatever. But the story of Purim shows retroactively that the slavery or the tsar, the gzeira that was out against us, Hashem was never planning to destroy us, Hashem just wanted us to do tshuva. This is the way Hashem was looking at things. It's a whole different story, and that's the Simcha and Purim. Preparing ourselves for Purim is seeing Hashem even in difficult patches. Seeing Hashem, believing Hashem, and this is something that you have, and this is something that you have to shine and radiate with and share with your husbands. You are the Esther, you are the wife, you are the woman, you are the wife. And the Avoid of Purim is the Megillah's Esther to reveal to your husbands and to the Klal Yisrael and to your children and to reveal to the world the Hester, the, the Hester, which is, which, which is the inside story. You know, and that leads us to the discussion, the continuation of, to, to connect this to what we were discussing a few weeks ago. I just wanted, uh, if there's any queries on what we just said, if there's any questions on, on, on what I just said. Is it clear or does anybody need any, any clarification? It's clear? How does this... Uh, so today the big sign is the reason why today there is so much anxiety and the reason why today the people have it difficult to go through lives. The difficulties in life are much less than they were, much less. You can't compare the difficulties in life economically and health-wise and uh, you can't compare. I mean, if somebody from 50, 60 years ago would see the easy life of today, they couldn't understand how everybody would ever be upset or depressed about anything. So why is it that they are? The answer is because only the inside story keeps a person calm. And, you know, the Nisoyen of the internet, the Nisoyen of sitting at home, being a basmenach pinima, which you are, but at the same time you're having access and you're, you're more than out in the streets, you're seeing everything that's going on in the world, 
it, it, it schleps you, it drags you outside. And you lose the sensitivity of what it means to be a pnimi. You lose the sensitivity of what it means to be somebody that's on the inside. A Jewish mother and a Jewish wife is somebody that wants to be a pnimi. And wanting to be a pnimi means that she's not just a pnimi because there's, there's walls around her, but she's a pnimi because she lives in a world of the Kodesh Kodashim. She lives in an inside world and she has this. A woman has Hashem gave it to her. It's not something that you have to work too hard on. It's something that you just have to guard. Something that you just have to secure that it doesn't, you don't lose it. But, you, but, but, but it's, it's all there. It's mamish there with you. And the whole concept of even going onto the, going onto the internet when it's unnecessary is, is even if you're seeing things which are, which are not terrible, but it's taking you out. It's taking you out. It's making you, it's making you somebody that's not so much a pnimi anymore. And that's a problem. And that's a problem. You know, the outside world, again, as I said, is a world of arguments, is a world of aggravation, is a world of machloikas, is a world of, of abuse, is a world of who knows what. And the inside world is the world of, the, of clarification, where a person sees so much clarity in life. And, and that, is really the, that is really, really the problem. And I, I have had husbands coming to me since, this, uh, since we had this thing a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, this is really something that I really want to share. Um, you know, he says to me, so what should he do? You know, his wife, it's true, she's bored, she hasn't got family here. It's, it's all true. And you need something to do, and it's all true. It re- you know, it really is all true. But, uh, but on the other hand... On the other hand, you have to realize that, that, that the damage, that just looking around and just seeing things is, uh, is, is, is takes you away from being the pnimi that you are. It makes you into more of a chitzoyni. So again, I'm not telling anybody like to, not, not to look, not to this. It's just, you have to know there is an avoider, even when you're looking at things which there's nothing really wrong with in looking. But it's it's it drag it's dragging you into the outside world and you don't belong there. You belong in, in, in the inside world. And the inside world does not mean to be locked up. <laughs> the inside world just means to have the pnimistic sensitivities of a yid. Of a besamikdash. Why is the woman called a bias? The woman's called a bias because she's the bias. Because <laughs> she's the bias. She's the besamikdash. She's the besamikdash. Rochel is called a keras a bias. Rochel is that keras a bias. And Yaakov wanted to marry Rochel. He was desperate to marry Rochel. Because Yaakov is somebody that takes the bias, the Beis Hamikdash, with him. Rashi says in Parshas Vayetze there was a miracle that when he left Eretz Yisrael to go to Chutzlaretz, is the Beis Hamikdash Nekar. Rashi says Har Hamiria was pulled up, plucked up, and followed Yaakov Avinu. Came to Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu needs the Beis Hamikdash with him. He needs the Beis Hamikdash with him. Yaakov Avinu. He needs the Beis Hamikdash, so he married Rachel because Rachel is that keres bias. Rachel is the mother that gives the pnimi, the Beis Hamikdash, gives the, the gives the Beis Hamikdash, gives the feeling of a Beis Hamikdash wherever you are. She's the pnimi. She gives this feeling of a, of a, of a Beis Hamikdash. So that is an akuda that a lot of you know a lot of you perhaps were not aware of till now, and that is it's so pos- it's so easy nowadays to lose the sensitivity of what it means to be a pnimi. It's so possible to be a complete chitzoni, somebody that's literally sitting at home and is living in the outside world, mamish. And then you change, and then you also pick up all the aggravation and all the, the caste and the anger and all that's going on in the, in, in the outside world. And that itself, you know, that itself is a chaval. It's a shame because you're all pnimi by nature, by the way Hashem created you. So it's so important to secure that pnimi. So I know it's very difficult, you know, you're bored and you're this and you're the other. So, I mean, there's a lot of different options what to do. And I'm not telling, I'm not telling somebody that they shouldn't have a computer at home, but you just have to be aware that the less, you know, you look at what's going on. Somebody said his wife just likes looking at, uh, I don't even know, I didn't even understand some of the things he was telling 
telling me about what, what she looks at. But uh, he said they weren't terrible, they weren't such bad things. But 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 after that, he felt he would love, you know, he would love he would love them to be secure from that as well. Another nakuda before I take a question. Another nakuda is you know you have to when you light candles and Shabbos, you light the Shabbos candles and you daven b'zakeni legadol, you know, beautiful family. You should be zoycha to raise children who are going to be meir nesa'olam, to shine the world. When you're looking at those candles, you're looking at the purity of a Yiddish and a Shama, and you're davening, and you're shedding a tear over, over the, your house, should be a holy house, should have Kedusha to it, is, you know, you have to have in mind to see whether what's going on in the home is, 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 is contradicting that. You know, is, is, it, is it really the holy Jewish home? And again, it's a big Nesoyen, I don't blame you. It's a very, very big Nesoyen, a tremendous Nesoyen. But, uh, you know, I just had a Talmud over at my house now. You know, he lives, in, lives somewhere else. But uh, he wants to, his wife writes in a, one of these magazines. And it came to a point where she doesn't need now to research. She writes differently now. doesn't need to research uh, on the computer all different things that she's writing. Where she writes things of her own interrogation. And uh, so he asked me to sign some paper. He wants to get a new filter or something like that. I asked him, how, how, does your, how does your wife feel about it? You know, so he says in Mitzvah Shem, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult at the beginning, but uh, he really feels that it's going gonna, it's gonna to make a change, it's a change in the house. It's, it's, it's not losing, ensuring not to lose the Pnimi, not to lose the feeling of Pnimi, the pure Emunah, the pure connection to HaKadosh Baruch that you have. Is there any... Uh, Sounds like the one. In a, in a way, not not in a, in, in a way of seeing things. You know, allowed to see. Of course, a woman is, is less much less of a problem than a man. That's for sure. That's obvious. That a woman is is, is over in the less isurim than a man is. Over if he sees, he might be seeing the same thing. For a woman, it's also, uh, for a mutter, and for a husband, man, it's what. That's talking about it more from a chetzonius way. That you know, he's not allowed to look, and she is allowed to look. That's that's clear. I'm not I'm not saying that. No, it's not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's asa. I'm just saying it's it's possible to lose the sensitivity of panimius. A woman is a panimi. A woman is a panimi, and a husband is more of a chetzon. That's why it is. That's why he's the one that goes out, you know. And and and, uh, and she's more of a panimi. And the more a woman becomes not just knowledgeable, the more she's glued to see what's going on in the crazy world out there. Even if it's not the bad world, he's not looking at something bad, but she can lose the sensitivity of of being somebody who's a panimi. Of being somebody like she gets so involved, that's what so she becomes. She becomes a chetzayim. She becomes like a husband, and she becomes exposed. To, not just exposed, yeah, by by interesting herself and being desperate to see everything that's going on in the outside world. Like the, the non-Jewish world is called the chetzayim. Is the olam chetzayim, and and even if she's seeing things which are per- perfectly permissible to see, but nevertheless she's contacting. She's much more in contact with the the, with the outside world than 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 she's supposed to be. And that itself is, a, again, it's not a, I'm not saying it's an Aveira, and I'm not saying, I'm, not saying Rabbi, I'm just trying to be my oil, I'm trying to awaken a certain awakening that deep, deep, deep in your nefesh, 
something, 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 something you can lose a certain edelkeit, you can lose a certain, you know, you know, refinement, a certain tamimus. A, certain tamimus. a woman has a tamimus, and one of the reasons why she has a tamimus is because she has less access to the outside world. The world outside is far from tamimus. It's far from tamimus. It's all, it's all, it's all you can't trust, and you can't, it's all the opposite of tamimus. It really is the opposite of kol kavod And again, when I'm talking about sneers, I don't just mean sneers in dress. I mean sneers in, in, in being sneers. Is being being a panimi, being being a panimi, just living in a different world, living in an inside world. A woman needs to be there to calm her husband down when he comes home. You know, and, and he, you know he's he heard the news and she heard the news, so they're both angry with each other now. <laughs> you know, she's aggravated. What's going on out there in the outside world? And he's aggravated. What's going on outside world? Uh, she she's a panimi. She's supposed to live with that emunah, with that. And I'm not saying you should be saying Tehillim all day long either. I'm saying, you know, but, but you've got to try to see there's different ways. Somebody even suggested here in the Tehillim that there should be something that the women should come together more just to schmooze, just to schmooze, you know, once or twice a week we should have the women should come close off the Ezra give food, and let the woman come just to schmooze, to schmooze about Narishkeit, to schmooze about anything, to schmooze about nothing. But, but just to, to, to get together, there's nothing wrong with that. Women need a social life, need especially Americans, they have less family here. I'm not, and I'm not trying to lock anybody at home, Chas Vashalom. I'm just saying that, that that being so involved in, in outside world, in other words, in the in the Goish world, basically advertisements and seeing all different things and seeing, you know, online and all different things that go on online, you lose you lose a certain panimius, you lose a certain sensitivity. What's the difference between between you sitting at home and and seeing what's going on in all the stores outside and just going out and going out and going you know going out. You know, and again, if all you're seeing on the, in, is, is, is the stores in Gula, <laughs> there's nothing wrong. But it's better to hang around in Gula than to see on, on uh, to see to see on your computer what's going on in 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 in, in, in Manhattan in certain in, in certain places. So you can you lose a certain sensitivity of of, of being pure of being panimis. And That's something where a woman can't even doesn't even always monitor, doesn't always see. I mean, I see, for example, I've got my own family, I've got my kids Baruch Hashem here, and I've got siblings that live here, and I've got siblings that live in. England, and it's different. It really is. It really is different. I'm talking about the girls, it's it's different. They're they're less exposed from here, and you see a certain tamimus. You see a certain purity. You see a certain kedusha. You see a certain thing that that, that one doesn't see out there. It's a mitzvah. So so you, ha- you of course you want you have to keep yourselves occupied. You know, being boring, uh, being bored and lonely is terrible. But uh, but if there's a possibility of doing it, otherwise I mentioned last time, you know, volunteering and, and you know being involved, being involved. There's so many things to do here in the Kahila. I mean, I know you're doing so much. And there's a lot of things people get busy with. People, it's good, you know, it's 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 good to get busy with. But try to stay off from a good boy, somebody who's a really harsh guy in the Kahila. I'm saying he's a really good boy. He's not, he's a, he's, a, he's a good boy, and he came out to me and he says, you know, I'm trying to. He says, and I didn't be, I didn't believe it, <laughs> but he said to me, he says also after his matzah shabbos, he says to me, you know, when I was young, I was very into sports. And, uh, you know, I, I said, there's nothing wrong with sport watching, you know, that game. But I said, it's something that slowly, perhaps, you should grow, spend less time looking, whatever. So he says, he, he's, he's a guy in coil. He says, he comes home and he needs to see sports. And he says, he knows it's a problem because he starts seeing it and then, he, then it's 20 minutes and it's a half an hour and then it's 40 minutes. Again, there's nothing wrong with watching a game. There's nothing wrong with watching a game. And as, lo- as long as there's no, nothing going on in there that you shouldn't see. But, uh, but, but it's, just, it's just the less connection a person has with, with the Goisha world, the, the language they use, the way they speak, the, the, their whole world. It's just a different world. It's just an alien world. And a woman is much more, much, much, much more pnimi and much more an opposite and a contrary of that world even than the men. 
So, so you know, so it's it's a chaval, it's a chaval to to let the chetzoni like trickle in to the to, to your world, to your pneumistical world. The woman is a pneuma; she's a kodesh kodasha. She feels the she feels the kruvim embracing each other. She can see the kruvim. That, that's the that's the world. She's mummish from that purest world, and that's why the, that's why a woman is more tmima. That's why she has more imuna and more, naturally more imuna. This is a, this is mummish. The typical thing that husband comes as angry and the woman says. Why are you getting so angry? Then he gets upset with her. Why she's also not angry? But they're coming from a different place. He's he's a lot more affected than the angry world outside, and she's coming from a very calm inside world of Pnimi, where she sees everything is Ratzon Hashem. Everything is really Ratzon Hashem, and it's natural in her. It's natural in her. She has to work in it, but it's coming from a very natural place. So it's very healthy <laughs> that she should keep stay that way, you know, to calm the husband down. Who who? Yeah. <laughs> is feeling very disconnected from this whole meaning of her true essence. What would be a way She doesn't have to do anything radical because it's because she has it in her. It's just less less exposure to the outside. Less exposure to the outside. And you know, it's 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 a beautiful thing for her to say to Hillim, to Davim, and there's no one at home to Davim for a few minutes to Hashem. And you know, it's, it's, she has it in her, so she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to work too hard to create something or to develop something. It's in her. So you know, if there's less, if there's less exposure, then it'll come automatically. It's an amazing thing that a woman is not learning. She's not in college. She's not this. And yet, when she davens, there's a certain, there's a beautiful thing about it. And the husbands are learning a whole day. Sometimes are struggling to daven. And she's just, she's a, she's a, she's, a, you know, she's, she's a, she's a better davener. She's, she loves saying to Hillem. She loves this. She loves the other. And he's working. He's learning the whole day. And he's struggling with it. And she's not struggling with it. <laughs> you know, it's a. Uh, she's more. She's more. She's more pnimi. She is. The head, of, the head of MMY once, he was then a Rashiva, his name is Ravisha David, he's a Rashiva today of what's the American Yeshiva Bad Vigan, I forgot. He was then the head of MMY, so he told me once, he says, he says, he says he can't believe it, he says the girls, they learn and they this and they that, they, they, it's just so much easier to teach them than to teach the boys. I said to him, because, because, because they, have it, they have it there, the boys have to build themselves and work themselves and, and kill themselves over it, and the women just have it, they just have it. So Hashem's giving, Hashem's giving you such a matana to be a pnimi. Why, you know, why would you want to be a chitzayni? So this has nothing to do with halacha, nothing to do with what you are allowed to look at, not allowed. That's a very external way of looking at it. Uh, and it's obvious that there's things that women can look at that the men can't look at. But this is talking about a, different, a whole different subject. This is talking about, and it's so important because it's really becoming more and more difficult, even for the man, even for a husband learning, learning. It's more difficult. It's more difficult. You know, they're, 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 the world is crazy. It's, it is. The world is crazy. And however uh, much they're sheltered, they are sheltered, you know, they are more sheltered, but uh, it's, 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 the world is crazy. And uh, the woman can come, she can keep the world normal. That's what, that's what the job is today. <laughs> is there any... Slowly, slowly. The first thing you have to you have to believe you have to have a muna that it is there, 
And very often it's coming from the fact that during their life, or it depends on the upbringing of a person, depends what society they were raised in, it depends what type of Shabbos they were had at home, it depends what type of, you know, it depends to the degree on the schooling, it depends to the degree of Yiddishkeit that they were exposed to in their lives. I mean, I tell the boys this, you know, the boys that come from, you know, most of my teaching and my teaching career has been in the more modern Orthodox world. And, uh, and, you know, and they, they take off, but they, it's very difficult. The first year they come to yeshiva, they, some of them never knew what a holy Shabbos meal meant. Some of them didn't know what a... So, so it, a lot of it's coming from just from a, a lack of training or a lack of experience or a lack of having it you know, from, from way back from the society. But uh, it's, you should know it's there. It's there. You have to remember that it's there. And uh, slowly, slowly, you know, like enjoy saying, you'll always find, let's say, a parak of Tehillim that you'll enjoy. Start saying Tehillim slowly. And you'll always find a parak, a chapter of Tehillim that you connect to. And then go over that again. Or even in davening, you know, don't daven with the lachats. I always have this with the boys. They get, come to me with crazy things. And they fill a bit tzibur and they get all this. And I said, start enjoying your davening. Stop with this whole uh, this and the tzibur and the ketchup. And if I say bok before and afterwards and all the halachas, I say, relax. Just enjoy your davening. That's the first thing. Learn to enjoy your davening. And then, then get all technical. So the way to enjoy it is it's, 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 it's really there. You know, it's really there. If you just... Also, that's another thing, talking about the Friday. You know, Shabbos for a woman is a Friday afternoon or, or when the husband goes to shul. It's, you know, if, till the, you know, if there's, when the family grows, so then it's hard. But before the family is growing, it's such a beautiful thing. You know, it's a beautiful thing to, to daven along by the candles and then to sit down and even to, 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 to daven a bit, to say to Hillem, to thank Hashem, the Baruch Hashem, you're living here and your husband's this and you're this. And it, it just slowly, slowly, slowly to develop that relationship. And I've said this before as well, that from time to time you just have to make a trip to the Koisel. You know, Keverochel, Koisel, just sit there. Don't say tons of Tehillim, just sit there and just feel it, just feel it. Slowly, slowly, slowly you'll feel it. You do not have to create something that you don't have inside. So it's often that people, you know, don't have it from the, from the past. So so it takes a bit of time to do, to develop to br- to bring it out. But it's 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 behemoth all there. And also the the fact that people are so much looking at what's going on on the outside is that's like a mechitza that, that doesn't let them feel what they have on the inside. The more person's focused on the outside, the less he feels what he has what he has on the inside. If that's put put aside for a while, then the inside can start coming out. If they've got friends that have, and every time they go to a friend, they're watching something, and at home they have nothing, so, so it's a bit of a problem. Um, if there's a computer at home anyways, and they, and they see the parents on the computer, and uh, they're seeing, you know, the Uncle Moishi, they're seeing over there by their friends. It's got to be controlled, control what they see and control how many times they can see. In other words, you know, there's a treat, Arab Shabbos, or, or you know, or... I don't know how many times a week, I don't know what they're seeing, but if it's controlled and if it's from time to time, and the kids know that, you know, no, it's not Arab Shabbos now, it's not, it's not uh, Matzah Shabbos now, or if it's not whatever, so then there's no harm to let them see something as long as it's controlled. As soon as, you know, and, and, and they'll get used to the fact that this is their treat, this is their Shabbos treat, this is their thing treat, and what you're showing them, obviously, it should be, you know, a Jewish thing. Somebody brought this question up, I'm not sure if it was here or someone, it was somewhere else. That uh, again, it's definitely it's, it's definitely positive only to jo- only to show Jewish things. Once upon a time, is is, is, is they wasn't developed the Jewish things. Today, I think they're very developed, and uh, you know, it's it's it's. 
to make the children like just thirsty for something that they don't have at home is also not healthy. So give them their paspasale, and uh, kids don't need a lot to make them happy. You know, if they have their thing once or once or twice a week, you know, you make the gedorim, however, you know, however many times, and it's good things, holy things, and especially even if it's not, you know, if it's if it's even things like I always tell people like you, you can get uh, I don't know like a chasidah shachasna. Where you see a lot of singing, it's Labadik. You see thousands of Hasidim on bleachers, and they're all singing, and it's all so lively, and the rubbers dancing in the middle. They love these things. And uh, it's, it's Labadik, it's lively, the music is nice, and it's holy. It's, mamish, it's, a holy, it's a holy thing, and they see. It's very important to show kids the simcha of being a Yid. And when they can see this type of things, or Simchas Beis HaSha'eva and Tolis Aran, I don't know, all these types of things where there's music, where there's things playing, and they see very from people just happy and dancing and thing, that gives a, gives a lot to them, gives a lot to them. So Thursday night, I don't know. I mean, it's not Arab Shabbos. But is, it, is, it, is it like a treat for Arab Shabbos? Or they could associate more times that they were watching? And, you know, the exciting part is the watching. You know, not like Shabbos. Coming, so. if, if, it's, if it's a type of video that's not a stira, not a contradiction to, to Kedusha Shabbos, you know, if, it's, if the people on the video are wearing their Shabbos clothes, and, uh, you know, so these types of things. So then it's, I don't see it. I don't see it being such a way. I mean, sometimes it's a help that they're taken care of, that you can get on with Shabbos, you mean. Yeah, if it's a holy thing, I wouldn't air Friday afternoon. I wouldn't put on something that's a dover shabachoyl. If you put on something like I say, like, like uh, you know, a, a tish or a, or a simchas besasheiv or something like that, it's not contrary to Shabbos. It's holy. It's, it's halik. A lot of times they can see this and then they wow. You wanted to take them. This is what it looks and tell the Saran, Take me once there Friday night. So you take them there Friday night. This is chinochi. It's very important today to see that kids should enjoy seeing. People, very from people, Labadik, and enjoying their Yiddishkeit. That's the number one. So many kids are suffering, and so many kids never go off the derech because they never saw how people enjoy Yiddishkeit. So they grow up thinking it's, it's, a, it's a very big all. You know, we spoke here Friday night, this Friday night, the, the, the drosh I gave here Friday night was, 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 was connecting Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to Matan Torah, because Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is Cheirus, and so the Amalek came in between Yitzis Mitzrayim and Matan Torah. Why did he come in between? Because Yitzis Mitzrayim is freedom, going out from slavery to freedom. And Torah is accepting upon ourselves 613 Mitzvah the and 7 Mitzvah not exactly freedom. And therefore, that's why Hashem wanted that the two should be connected. Hashem Hashem Mitzrayim. The two have to be connected. Why? Because the freedom of Yitzis Mitzrayim you should feel when you, when, you, when you have 613 Mitzvahs. In other words, the Yid is supposed to feel that even if you give him a thousand mitzvahs. This is freedom. This is chayrus. This is freedom. The most important thing for the chinuch of kids is they should see very from Jews happy, dancing, happy, and this is the most this is the, the best thing. The most they don't have to hear the divrei Torah. They don't have to hear this. They have to see people dancing. They have to see people happy. And that's it. I'm telling you, it's, it's beautiful to go to the Simchas Besach Shavas or to go to take the take the boys once. You know, the boys take them once to see a tish to see how. I don't know, to see how singing, it's, it's, Yiddishkeit is Labadik, it's supposed to be Labadik. So what, a child doesn't need, you know, a child doesn't have to be told the whole time that, 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 you know, you've got to learn, you've got to this, you've got to the other. A child needs his outlets. And the most healthy outlets are happy outlets where you see people being happy. I've seen this time and time again that people who are not so from 
take them to a place where they see Yiddishkeit is Simcha. And that works wonders. So these are very healthy videos. Again, if it's something like this, so then it's good. But Me'ikar, uh, in other words, coming from, let's say, let's say nobody in this, nobody in, in, in Ramat Hashkol and Sanhedria has, 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 has videos at home, has, has computers videos at home. So then they can survive without it as well. It's not, uh, but uh, people do have. And the kids, you know, a lot, of, a lot of you have computers at home. So a lot, of, a lot of times the kids are watching you working or kitchen you doing something. So they want also see something on a computer. If there wouldn't be a computer, the kids would grow up healthy without it. Kids grow up healthy as well. But nowadays, this is, this is computer age where it's almost impossible to find a kid that doesn't know anything about computers. So it's a, so it's a problem. So you can, you, know, you can feed that. You can make it into healthy. Don't make it into a problem. Make it into something that's, uh, that's even healthier. What, what, what are the technicalities? Taking care of shalchanas, as I said, I I would say the same thing. The Purim is the very very holy day. It's Mamash the holiest Yemaki Purim Kapurim. We discussed it. No, some sales. So, so number one on Purim itself. Have all the shlachmanas ready on Purim before Purim comes. And Purim, just do the mitzvahs. The number one mitzvah is just to be happy. And to be happy, and as I said, anytime there's a mitzvah to be happy, there's always, so what are we going to do? And what are we going to do with the kids? And what are we going to do this? Just let things go. Let the house become a mess. Let, let things become a balagan. You know, let, just, be, just be happy. Let things, just, let things run. Let things flow. And be besimcha. When you're giving shlachmanas to your neighbor, be besimcha. Comes to matonas lavyoinim, do it besimcha. Comes to the sudas purim, let it, be, let it be besimcha. And you know, your husband's drinking more, he's drinking less. Let go. <laughs> let go. Just be happy. Don't let frustration. The Yetzirah is always trying to make a person frustrated at times where he's supposed to be happy. So the Eitzah Toiv is always for Shabbos and before Yom Tov and before anything. Prepare the Shlachmanus now already, the next few days. Have it all ready. And then Purim, just enjoy giving it and receiving it. And, you know, your kids are eating more, more candies. Let them eat more candies and just let go. One day in Halacha, if you, if you break something of somebody else in Purim, because you're drunk and you pick up somebody else's dish and you throw it on the floor, you're not chayv. You know, it's, it's a day where everybody's got to be... It's a very big day to daven. It's a very, very time. But you don't need hours. You know, like also prepare what you need to daven for before. And uh, it's Bodan and Shulchanach. It's such a busy day even for men. That it's Bodan and Shulchanach that you should try to learn a bit during Purim. Purim is a day where we receive the Torah. It's, it's the Torah Shabbat Peh. We received on Purim. It's such a day. But it's such a balagan. That, that, so no, don't forget to learn a bit. You know, in other words, even Shulchanach doesn't pressurize us on Purim. Shukhanarach wants us to enjoy and it's important to learn. It's a very, very, you know, holy day. So a day where just, as I said, just enjoy, and also for the kids, just, just enjoy, just show them the simcha. You know, teach them, wow, wow you're giving shlachmanas, you're, you're, you're creating achdus, you're being marba achdus in Kalal Yisrael. It's such an unbelievable mitzvah. And you're giving, give your kids money to give to the aniyim. Somebody knocks on the door, give your child and say, this is such a big mitzvah. You know, get them involved because Purim is a very, you know, the children feel very, very, very involved with Purim. Good, get them involved in Purim. 
and uh, you know, just really enjoy it. And be misameach other people. The most important thing is if you know somebody that needs simcha, if you know of a, a grandmother, and I don't know, you know, even here in the area, people who are alone, or people who are who need to be besimcha, people who are divorced, or whatever the case is, it's the biggest, biggest mitzvah, biggest, biggest mitzvah. I personally, I go with my, one of my sons and we go to, this, in my area, people don't have children, but we go there, we make ourselves crazy over there. And, uh, and, uh, and his wife tells my daughters like five months later that they're still living on that, still living in that simcha. Be misameach, other Jews, you know, make a list of people that you can just call, make happy here in Israel. Just ha- be happy, make happy, and radiate with happiness. No lachats, no lachats. The kids will ruin the thing, and they ruin the. And you made such a beautiful shlachmonis, and he spilt something in it. So take that out and give a less beautiful shlachmonis. It's a good lesson for the whole year, but for Purim, it's a must. Anything else? Okay. Happy Purim and Yeshakoyach Hatzlacharaba. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.